This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the 1040 Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast episode. Damn, we didn't drop 234. Ten, this episode 235. Nigga, it, 335. Damn, 335. Well, when we drop 334, that should just be out of order. You okay. Uh, but episode 335, that mean we did some shit y'all ain't heard yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> had, had the homie Mo Dirty come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 335. On you hoes. And, um, yo, we back, man. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, dog? Week was good, man. Week was good. Anything spectacular happened? Give me, matter of fact, this I want to change it up a little bit. Okay. Tell me something that you're grateful for that happened this week. Man, I'm just grateful for life. Shit. I'm grateful to be above the dirt and not below the ground. You know, man, I, I dropped. My uncle passed about a month ago, and just due to some challenges, uh, you know, we just recently got him cremated and kind of getting some finality on the situation. And I know this is probably going to sound a little morbid, but, like, I had an extra urn at the crib. Yeah. So... You know, I, I kind of like gave it to my guy brother so that we can, you know, in entomb my uncle. And, uh, you know, man, just walking into the funeral home and understanding that like, you know. One day. Yo, know, they, they was bringing in somebody through the back and I was walking in through the front. And, you know, it, it may not seem like a lot, but I'm just glad yeah. that I was able to walk back out through the front, get in my car and continue on with my day. Man, that's what's up, man. That's a, um, just grateful for life, man. Man, perspective. God is good all the time. God is good all the time. Amen. And all the time, God is good. There we go. All right. Um, this week, something I'm uh ungrateful for. You know, I had a pretty cool work week this week. You know, I was in the office three days this week. How how was it? 
Strange. Strange. One day, it's our customer service week. So one day, I was like packing these little gift bags we was giving out to the employees. They had like a hoodie, a blanket, uh, one of the little charging port things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're giving them like a gift certificate to Panera. So nice little bag. Yeah. So first day, we was in there making the bags. Second day, I had a shift where I was passing bags out. Mm-hmm. And then the third day, I had like a four-hour training in which they did not feed us. Mm. Slightly unrelated, but because you manage people, mm-hmm. ain't it a lot? It's a lot that goes into trying to keep people happy. It is. And, like, and it's a lot different in a virtual space. Yeah. And like a lot that goes into it just to keep people happy and being productive in the whole nine yards, that goes unnoticed. But like, no matter where you work at, it's low morale. That's yeah. one of the things. Oh, I want to fix tomorrow. Every single place I've ever worked at, that's the. It's always quote unquote. Low Everybody morale. feel like they overwork, underpaid, underappreciated. It's yeah. just a, just the climate. But it takes a lot to keep people motivated in the place of work. Who is responsible for keeping people motivated in the place of life? Because you know how much it it takes to keep a, a team performing or. Just people not to go crazy. There is not there. There is not the thing that used to keep people together, keeping people together. Anymore. I could buy a nigga some pizza and they'd be cool for the afternoon. Let you know I care. Yeah. <laughs> but like it used to be church that like that used to keep the country together. Like when the church, I'm not saying that whatever the faith was is the quote unquote right faith. But, like, when there was a more spiritual connection in the country, things were a little bit different. No one had we, – we lost, I think – I'm not speaking in absolutes. I think when everybody lost a common base of something, you ain't getting your, your weekly tune-up. Uh, but, like, churches are now open. You know, you don't – you can go into a church and – I ain't talking about COVID. I'm talking about society. Oh, okay. I'm saying it's not in the schools no more. Like, it's not a thing. It's like common practice to talk down on it. Like, yo, this is the bad place. We shouldn't be in here. This, it's like. I don't see why people look at church like that. You know, some churches have, a lot of churches have nuances that, you know, you may not agree with. But at the core of it, it should be some, some form of rejuvenation, salvation. Yeah. You know, the word should do something for you. Like, you need to go get. Like a fill up. We, yeah, you need coaching. Yeah, like if you work in a in a anywhere, I mean, you you get a weekly, a one on one, or something monthly feedback. Feedback, and that's when like I kind of, you know, that's my time to encourage them. I don't use, you know, I'm a leader at work. I don't use my coaching time to like, ah, oh, you're fucking up this week, Jay. No, yeah. I'd be like, you know, we let's focus on the good things, and then these are our areas of opportunity. Yeah, shit like that. But I'm I don't. I don't use that as a time to berate them or beat them down. Like it's already, you know, man, it's tough enough. People working at home, you've lost that separation. People are working more hours because they at home. Yeah. Some people, some people. And it, you know, home used to be that place where like at five 30, when I walk through the door, I decompress. Now I'm there all day. So like, how do you transition out of that, you know, work mode into mommy, Father, son, you know, family time mode. So, like, I'm when you talking about y'all was, you know, putting the bags and stuff together and shit like that. Like, 
I'm pretty sure there was meetings uh, that took place. What we gonna put in the bag? Yes, How absolutely. we gonna get this? Like, there's a lot that goes into it. And somebody grab a bag. I don't think nothing of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, there's a lot that goes into just keeping people on an even keel. It's a lot of man hours that like. I literally spent like an eight-hour day, like making four hundred bags. Yeah, and like you said, people don't all days. Like I just came in, I pick it don't up. Don't nobody care about us here. You know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know how people? Do you know I had to go pick up cider and donuts today <laughs> for four hundred people. Like, yeah, it'd be interesting. That's just that made me think when you was talking about that shit. Like, that is a nice company, North Face. Well, yeah, well, it's a it's a it's a North Face, and the company put their name on it. Yeah, but that's so, nice. Yeah, it is really. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even pay no money for it. You know, that's company, a really nice company gift. points, man. They got a whole bunch of Nike shit, like just regular Nike uh, tech fleeces that I would wear. Yeah, I didn't get that one because like I was gonna end up wearing wearing. I that feel one. you. And I'm like. <laughs> But yo, this it is nice. You know it is a nice ass North Face. <laughs> even front. Like, this is better than what I bought myself. All right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the uh, company points, uh, you know, what I'm put them points to good use. That's a fact. Uh, anywho, uh, so this I, I said I had a, a pretty cool work week. Yeah. Um, you know, he was like number one in the nation or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And in some particular metrics, and really good sales month. The whole nine yards. Worked at a different store. Kind of different person. It was just a cool work week. Okay. Um, but just being able to congratulate the people at work because, it, you know, I don't do it. They do it. You feel me? You just make sure they do it. Yeah. But, like, when you can get some recognition from peers and the whole nation because we number one. Um, like, it, it, you know, that's one like, hell yeah. Yeah, you can kind of like hang you're doing something. That. You feel me? Put it on your resume. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, nobody care. <laughs> Your new job don't care. You tell them, oh, yeah, my old job, I was the man. Yeah. How we know? <laughs> I'm getting fucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, man, I went to see Chris Rock on Saturday. I mean, How Sunday. was it? Man, that shit was good as hell, dog. I, as I'm reflecting back, that shit was good as hell, man. Like, I, I it was a really good time. Yo, his opener, some white dude, I don't know his name. He looked familiar. He's from Comedy Central, one of these shits. Yo, nigga did like 25 minutes of crowd work, nigga. Shit was fucking hilarious. But like, that's it. He came out. He didn't have no routine, just came. He came out, did crowd work. Yeah, it was probably about 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Did crowd work, had everybody, because he brash. He was, because, you know, you got, brashness takes a second to, to you got to warm up to that. I'm already with it. You feel me? Yeah. But he was like. It was like a damn gone wild type of session from a white dude. You know, a white dude, you know what I'm saying? But it was brash, but then like by the third joke, people was like, Oh, this is how this is gonna be this, this is the tone. It. Oh, yeah. I like it. shit like that. Yeah, and yo, know, I'm talking about but everybody who's walking in the whole nine. I ain't never seen Kyle work this long and this consistent, and it never it never fell off. So once he finished with that, then Chris just came out and he just got to it. Like Chris, he, no warm up. How y'all doing? No, he went directly into because you know, for those who don't know, he is on quote unquote tour. But when they go out on the road, they working on material to see what works, what doesn't work for his special on Netflix. So a lot of the shit that we see when like Dave Chappelle come here to your town, this not the final material. I'm right. working it out. There's no other way for a comedian to get better. You got to do it on stage. That's and see what hits. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, see what hit and see what don't hit. Like we saw T.I., who disappeared. Did yeah. he still do comedy? I don't know. It just kind of went away. 
no one because it's, it's not as easy as people think it is. But it, did he stop doing it, or did people stop caring and stop reporting on it? I think it's a little bit of both. I think people initially stopped caring, and then he just like last stopped. time I heard anything was a little controversy about that like little, Super Bowl weekend or some shit. That was what February. Yeah, Super Bowl's last weekend in February. It's been I, a long I first weekend in February, yeah, rather. So from March, April, May, June, July, August, September, I haven't heard anything about him doing comedy. But that's regardless of the fact. But I'm perfectly fine with that. But what I'm saying is the only way to get better at comedy is to get on the stage. And tell your jokes. And tell your jokes. The only way to get better at podcasting is to turn the mic on and start podcasting. Yeah. I mean, I think we do a fairly good job at podcasting, right? Absolutely. But it takes a moment to find your voice, find your niche, find your lane. We're good now. You listen to the first year or two. We sound different. We was always good. We sound different. We sound more polished. I think we're a lot better now. I don't think those first years were like great. Oh, I didn't say great. I said good. Okay. Because it clearly got people listening. And more people listen, and more people listen, and more people. So I won't say we was like horrible because that's dick, that discounts people who listen and was like, "Hey, yo, I fuck with this based on the shit that we think wasn't that good." You feel me? Yeah. Um, but you just got to do it. So, any long story short, yo, Chris Rock. I felt like this was like early nineties, mid nineties. Chris Rock, like raw. Okay. wasn't holding no punches. Did he talk about the wheel shit? Two minutes tops. Okay, good. And I don't even think it, and to be perfectly honest, I don't even think he, re, I thought, all, I think all them jokes he had was already jokes he had, and he just threw his name in that bitch. He said like a Suge Smith and. Suge Smith. Uh, and said some shit about, I don't want to ruin it because it's going to be on Netflix, okay. but two minutes tops. You know what I'm saying? Four minutes maybe. But like, it wasn't about Will. You feel me? Like the show wasn't about it. And he was raw and uncut. And I was like, yo, this is the fuck I'm talking about. We we live in a in an amazing age of stand-up comedy. Man, I wish. Yes, we do. I mean, it's, you know, clearly I wasn't old enough to enjoy, like, the fucking Richard Pryors and Red Fox and yeah, it's so many Eddie Murphy. But, like, I've seen Dave Chappelle perform a handful of times. Genius level shit. And you said something really good on, on This Week in Culture. Like, Dave, Chris Rock, they're still fairly young men. Yeah. You know, Chris is mid-50s. Dave is, like, late 40s. I think he said, like, 54 or something like that. I think Dave is late 40s, early 50s, maybe. You know, like, they still got, in another 15 years, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and the shit that they'll be doing then— It'll be like when they start to hit their red fox age of life. Think of like a Kevin Hart. George Carlin was old as hell. But like you seen video of like young George Carlin. Absolutely. Like, Finn, we got 30. Well, first off, Dave Chappelle has already hit his 30 year mark in comedy. Yeah. Which is crazy. Nutty Professor was what, 96? Come on, he been a stand-up comedian. No, no, but I'm saying he was a stand-up comedian then. Yeah, he been doing stand-up since he was 14, though. Like, officially doing stand-up since he was 14. And, or was it 17? Real young. he was 17. Anyway, real young. Anyway, he just hit his 30, 30 years of that. I'm like, yo, we, we probably got, we could literally have 25 to 30 more. Yeah. 
Like I'm with it though. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, uh-huh. Golden Age. Now, there are a bunch of comedians I would love to see live. I was saying shout out to Coco's House of Comedy because I saw so many. Um, we got to get Coco in here soon. Easy. I think I could I could manage that easy. Yeah, just to um, talk. I mean, you know, we've talked to a lot of Detroit legends. I love to talk to Coco. She did been here so many times. We just sat here and kick it. I did some pods with her actually. Um, just sitting here and kicking it, and like Coco is a, a legend. She's a legend. Um. Yeah, so I thought the show was the show was really good, man, and uh, I enjoyed it. He did three shows over the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't even realize. I went to the third show on Sunday. I didn't realize. I thought that was the. I thought he was only doing two, but yo, Detroit, we show up for for comedians. Detroit is a really good city to come to if you a comedian, um, if you got a play. Uh, I love plays. Y'all Detroit fuck. is a big play city. Yeah. Um, of course, music. Everybody come through and pick up a bag with music in Detroit. Because we fuck with who we fuck with. That's a fact. We fuck with who we fuck with. Jeezy get that bag every summer. Every summer. Yeah. For sure. Shane Park. I mean, the Aretha, Fox, wherever he want to go to, he come. Nigga, Ronald Isley going to come to Shane Park every year. The freaking Frankie uh, Beverly. They going to come to Shane Park Kim. every year. Or Aretha. The Aretha. Every year. Kim going to shut it down. Yeah. Yo, Kim concert was what, two weeks ago or yeah. last week? The the thing about Kim concert, I wanted to go, but I didn't. It, like, completely slipped my mind. My homeboy was like, Kim came out to love calls. And I would think, like, that would be his big closing song. But, like, Kim got hits. He has fucking hits. Yeah. You know it's warm outside when you hear bikes playing love calls or computer love. You know it's hot. You know it's summertime in Detroit. Man, it switched quick this week, didn't it? Yeah, summer punched out right, right on, right on time. It went. From, I'm done. It went from 91 degrees to 60 degrees in a 12 hour time frame. Yeah, nigga, it was so cold. the The first day it went to 60, like that morning, the the 90 degree day. I turned off the air and just like kind of cracked my windows. I had done some cleaning that day. I just kind of wanted to get a little fresh air in the house. And I left my window cracked. Not even open, just cracked. Nigga, the next day when it dropped down to 60, it was so fucking cold in the house. Dun, dun, dun. I turned on the heat. Well, I ain't turned on the heat yet. I Loki, I had my air off for the last month and a half or so. Uh, my home, my house for the most part stayed pretty cool. But I had the windows open for the last, you know, a couple weeks or whatever. But, yo, man, it's that time. Yeah. Time for me to... Now I can get to back to wearing me a hoodie every fucking day. You feel me? I love, <laughs> like I really would prefer to wear a hoodie, and I bought five pairs of the black, same black pair of jeans. Uh oh, think. Speaking of that, let me. I'm sorry. Well, we 21 minutes in. I meant to get this hate out a lot fucking earlier than this. So I've been trying to be better with my language. I don't think I said nigga yet. You feel me? I'm trying to trying to be impeccable with my words. But these niggas over at Lasership, have you ever fucking heard of Lasership? Never. I heard of Lasership this week or maybe last week. What the fuck is a Lasership? It's a weak ass, fuck ass um, shipping company. Um, so I got two pairs of Jordan 1s that on the 14th and the 15th of September. One was the shot. Both of them were shock drops. And I managed to get them. Both of them. And, you know, Nike, they ship my shit, come FedEx, the whole nine yards. I'll be good. I've never had an issue. 
But Lasership, which I've never fucking heard of, and Romulus, my shit was there for days and days and days. And then yesterday, delivered, 5.43 p.m. No, the fuck it wasn't. It was not. I was home. I got video evidence that nobody come to my fucking house. So I called them this morning. I got a voicemail. A fucking voicemail after about 10 minutes to leave a fucking message. So I get on the Twitter machine and start tweeting. They respond. So yesterday, quote unquote, delivered. Today, another one is supposed to be delivered, but it's at their facility, right? With no delivery date, but it's at their facility for the fourth day. So I call, leave a voicemail. I get on the Twitter machine. They respond to me in DM, right? They send me a link so I can DM because you just can't DM the yeah. company. So they send me a DM. I respond back, boom. I give them the one that, that was not delivered for sure. Video evidence that was not delivered. And I say, I'm fearful that the one today is not going to make it here. A couple hours later, they hit me back and basically like, yo, we researched the one. I know one says delivered. And, it, and you say, and you allege that it wasn't. No, bitch. Don't, <laughs> allege. don't, don't fucking allege me. I said that shit, and that's what I mean. And the other one, we're, we can't even confirm that it's in our location. Well, you fucking app say it's been there for four days. Matter of fact, since the 19th. So what the fuck happened to the shoes? So they gone. So I'm, so basically... Let me see. I'll read you what I wrote these niggas because I really don't I don't hold my I don't hold my I don't bite my tongue with these bitch ass niggas. So basically, you guys were able to take two of my packages and tell me have a nice day. Who was scheduled on my route? What's the employee's name? Was he spoken to? These are limited edition shoes that cannot be replaced. Contacted Nike will not give me the items I was lucky enough to secure. This is unacceptable and I need to speak to a live person. Also, right back, I have video footage of my home at the time the driver says he or she delivered. It's impossible that they did. This is not acceptable. They say, hello, you can reach us at 1-800, I mean, 804-414-2590. I don't know if that's a personal number or a private number, but bitch, it's out there on the internet now. So I'm like, so this whole Twitter account is just as much as a sham as this weak-ass delivery company, huh? question mark where you literally added nothing to new you just basically said call customer service what was the point of you even responding to my dm oh you just didn't want me to go on a twitter rant or some shit stealing packages and then telling the unsuspecting customer to call to get a fucking refund they don't think that i'm gonna come up to that motherfucker in the morning it's in romulus i know the address i'll be there at eight o'clock in the morning probably earlier i'm gonna speak to somebody I called Nike. They gave me my refund, but that does nothing. They can't send me out shoe. another shoe. Yeah, you feel me? So it's like, oh, oh, this the thing that y'all do. Now apparently they one of these last step delivery companies where you know Nike or whoever they'll they'll ship them out whatever, and they're like, oh, when it's in your local town, we'll give it to them. They'll drop it off. Yo, these bitch ass niggas just gonna steal my shit. So I'm talking to Muddy. He say, man, they told my I. I Nigga, they took all the clothes for his daughter. All of them. 
A laser ship will fucking scam. Yeah, and apparently, so when I tweeted that, I got responses on my tweet. They was like, oh, oh, they stole your shit for sure. I'm like, oh, you niggas think I'm a hoe. Because that's what it is. Like, I don't like, I don't, I don't let niggas take advantage of me. You feel me? I don't know. I don't know, but it don't sit right with me. And I'm going to fuck up there because I'm a little more petty than the average nigga. I got the time. I will fuck with you. What does Marcellus look like? <laughs> what does Marcellus Wallace look like? No. What does Jason Johnson look like? Oh, Do man. I look like a bitch? Well, why are you trying to fuck me like a bitch? <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm going to fuck up there and I'm going to cause a problem. And they're going to say they can't do it. I'm like, okay, I'll be back when I get off work. And then I'm going to go back again. And then I'm going to go the next day. Oh, somebody going to give me a fucking answer. Because it's not a fucking hard thing to do. You know who the fuck was on that route? Who the fuck was working and supposed to deliver that? Pa- who said they what delivered see, that package? What pack if you saw a nigga walking around there? With right you, in his shit. <laughs> with them shoes. On camera. <laughs> yes, I know that's not a good idea. but oh, yo, Crispy. Crispy listen, pair. Against all my better judgment, right? Because I could be a quote unquote logical, free thinking person. Against all my better judgment, oh, it's perfectly fine for me to get ignorant. Sometimes you gotta meet ignorant with ignorance. Oh, oh. I can get real fucking. Oh, ignorant. that's not usually the advice you give me, Jason Johnson. Well, that's fine, <laughs> but I'm just trying to explain to you that I can get. I just, I don't, I, you're not about to make me no victim, though. And I feel like, I feel like y'all taking advantage of me, and I'm I'm not that nigga to, to get a one-off on. I just feel like you're going to go up there, the nigga that's going to help you out at the door is going to be a young nigga wearing. Right in shit. <laughs> wearing the shoes right that in you the ordered. Shit. He got them tied up stupid as hell, creasing them bitches. Right in his shit. Straight right hand. Straight to the face. I know most niggas throw a hook. Take too long to get there. The shorter distance between two points is the straight line. I'm going to punch you straight in your fucking shit in the middle of your nose. You were like, what size is that? <laughs> Ooh, man. Like, you, like, this shit should not be happening, right? It's a very easy explanation to get this shit knocked out. Yo, you said you delivered this shit at 443 or 543. Where did, I mean, Amazon, uh, at least take a picture. That's what I'm saying. Like what? What y'all don't know about this shit? Like this is a this is a scam. They, I've never heard of this company. They got them a little contract <laughs> and said we gonna we gonna run this shit up. They scammed you. They scammed me victimlessly. No, it's about to be a victim for sure. I will shoot the messenger. Quite literally. <laughs> that nigga is low. That nigga is going. He in the back right now, opening up boxes. Seeing what they keeping and what they deliver. Probably thought it was them fucking uh, off white ones and shit, or the off white air ones and shit that came out. He's like, like I take these. Niggas though. know what the Nike bus look like, which is why I don't understand why Nike don't change their packaging when they know this shit happened. And I'm like, who the fuck is this fuck ass company, Laser Fish or whatever the fuck they call it? No man, I'm not. I'm I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I I'm, can't go for that. I can't go for it. <laughs> You feel me? I S T B U. You gotta have like a you 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 need one of them soundtracks to listen to while you drive up there. You gotta I'm get drive that motherfucker in silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so you know what time I'm on. I don't want I don't want no in silence. You gotta put hit him up on. 
Man, I'm, grab your Glocks when you see Tupac. Two. You know, we was having a conversation. Uh, laser home. ship. <laughs> oh, all right. Whose man's is this? <laughs> laser ship. Laser ship. Okay, my nigga. We was yep. having a conversation, me and some homies, talking about what hip hop song that never got a visual do you feel like deserves one? Nas Rewind. Mine was Biggie R. Kelly fucking you tonight. Why you want to see that video? I just feel like 98, 99 Puff would have would have gave us a video with Biggie, Biggie R. Kelly, and a bunch of bitches. That would have been a week. I mean, that would have been a standard video. It wouldn't have been a week. It would just been standard for the times. Rewind? Watching that shit go backwards? That would have been, been pretty fucking good. Like, that far side video was fire. T.I. sort of gave us a rewindish yeah, uh, video. Yeah, but I wanted to... Actually, the things that's happening in the song, I, I might shoot that video myself. That'd be dope. A rewind video would have been dope. Yeah, I needed to see that shit. And Biggie, I got a story to tell. Now, that's a Biggie. Re- I want to see that happening because you got an idea of what that room looked like in your head. I do. You know what I'm saying? They I can see Biggie that, hiding in the closet. They try to do it over on Tails, but it ain't. That wasn't, nah, that wasn't nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. I want that music video like. Niggas at the at the end of the shooting dice. Yeah, at the I need end to hear him. At, I need and, to see him at the end kicking it. Like yo, like I need to see the nigga grab the Prada sack. The whole I I want to see it all. I literally might shoot that shit myself because I just think it need to come to life. I'm with that. What if that could be my thing? Reshooting music videos. What well, is or- going to be my thing? Get off my dick. Don't try to steal it before I do. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot videos for shit I've always wanted to to see. I'm put and I have all my friends in the videos, nigga. They gonna be doing the shit. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. The story to tell would be I don't know how to do rewind yet. I mean, I do. It just I got an idea to how to, be to do so it. So good though, but uh, it has to be. We gotta wait till like we get that bad because we need a budget. It ain't even that. I mean, we, technically, I got all the equipment now. It's that like how I would actually match it up. With the so, like when they say something in the song, how many seconds do I got to play that on the screen? You feel me? Like, yeah, it's gotta that's more of a technical thing, but uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna do that. shit. But I'm with it, laser. Shit. I want my fucking <laughs> shoes, dog. Got these taxi Jordan ones, and the other ones was oh, like, you didn't say that, and the other ones. Was a a, a a women's pair of them jeans, the Jordan the denim, ones, yeah. the denims with the little gold thing on them bitches. And nigga, I'm too. You could have flipped those quick. Eh, quick. That shit get on my fucking nerves. I'm going the fuck up there, dog. T- tune in next week to Lord, see. she looks good. To see what's going on. Or I might not be here next week. Put money on my bill. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got Matter you. Back, make it a no cash bail system for that. <laughs> All right, make that non detainable. Fuck ass niggas. Anyway, back to my cooler, calmer self. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Impeccable with my words. All right, man, I want you to. Uh, I want to talk about this. Uh, I want to talk about relationships in the workplace. <laughs> Something which I am an expert in. I think I am an expert in that field as well. But I want to talk about relationships in the workplace and how you feel about them. 
Uh, I feel that they can, if done correctly, it's not a big deal. What is done correctly? So I will share one of my relationships in the workplace, which was done absolutely wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as a young supervisor, you know, I, I in, in one of my first supervisor jobs, you know, I didn't know the lay of the land just yet. You know, I hadn't been there long enough to know who to fuck with, who to talk to, not to talk to, shit like that. And I started dealing with a young lady in, a, in another department. Now, company-wise, I did everything right. She wasn't a direct report. She wasn't in, in my department. Uh, she was, like, on a, I guess, a subordinate level. But since she didn't have a direct line to me, it was cool. And, you know, we was... I was being messy, man. Like, I was I was dealing with a bunch of bitches at work. Like, she was just... <laughs> she was just the most consistent one. All right. And, you know, once I saw that, like... She, she started showing some signs of, like, crazy. Or attachment, rather. I don't want to call her crazy. Because I didn't... You know, fucking with me ain't no walk in the park. I probably, you know, put the bitch through a little bit. But she started showing some, like, signs of attachment. I was just looking for a fling in the fuck. She just wasn't really cool with just being, you know, another another notch. You know, it started getting to a thing like she would, like, approach women at work that she saw me talking to. Like, she was just making it hot. And then when I cut it off... Like, nigga, she was leaking text messages, just putting all my business out there. Just got real, real, real fucking messy in the workplace. And I feel like I did it wrong. Yeah. Because it, like, I didn't, if I'd have watched her a little bit more, knew the lay of the environment a little bit more, I would have seen those signs like, yeah, I probably shouldn't fuck with that one. But, like, I was just, you know, hot and... Hot and ready, and yeah. I was just fucking a bitch that work that didn't have shit to lose. All right, so don't quote me on this, but I, I I remember seeing some sort of study that said like most people find they mate either in school or at work. That's where they. That's where you spend most of your time at. Spend most of your time, and that's what people, their husbands or mates, whatever they. That's what like people spend a lot of time at work. People get in a relationship. People have sex. It's it's it doesn't always have to be that big of a deal. Um, it doesn't. My last relationship, we worked together, met her at work, got into a relationship, lived together briefly while we were still working. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I've worked with all of my kids' mothers. I worked with all three of my past girlfriends. At some point in time, we've all worked. I've worked with them all. I mean, it just happens. It happens. Now I didn't. You see somebody every day. You see how they dressing, how they talking, how they moving. You start to build that. You know, you start having lunch together, talking more in the break room. Like, oh, I like she cool. I like her. Maybe we could go out and have some drinks and and hang out. You have a connection, and next thing you know, you leave Fridays in your parking lot, getting your dick sucked. Now listen, uh, I wasn't always in a listen. Shit happens, okay? <laughs> Yo, shit happens at work, okay? It goes down. It goes now, down. I've never I'm, I'm not even going to walk into that one. Let's keep let's keep moving. So, <laughs> you know, there's a, a a a famous NBA coach and a famous celebrity 
core together. And all this week they've been talking about Neil on, Neil on, Neil on. Email Udoke. Yeah. Listen, shit happens all the time. Now, I'm nuanced with this whole thing. Because there is nuance in it. Correct. On a personal level, I've been in situations where you're not necessarily supposed to be with a particular person. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, love love conquers all. Or lust does. Uh, Lust don't conquer all. Love do, for sure. But what I'm saying is this. Lust may not conquer all, but lust will fucking get you in trouble. That's on that person level. Now, on the business level, because I work in corporate America, I run businesses the whole nine yards, you open yourself, the business up to a lot of fucking liability because your relationship will end. 99.9% of all relationships end. Like, the reason I say 99.9 is because once you get married, you find your one person that you're going to be with forever. And let's say you you with them forever. All the other relationships you was in, they ended. (laughs) They just didn't last. And the reason I say 99, not 99% and 99.9 or 99.5 is because sometimes the person you marry that relationship in. Yeah. (laughs) You feel me? So like. Like me. (laughs) (laughs) So the relationship that you're in at work is going to come to an end. Right. And when it comes to an end and you have not disclosed this relationship with human resources, then you leave the company liable for sexual harassment charges, for retaliation charges, yep. from hostile work environment charges. Yep. Because let's just say, and not everybody is mature enough to walk away from a situation. It don't even have to be that, right? But, and let's just say everybody got good intentions where no one's quote unquote vindictive or anything like that. I am in a position of power and the person I was dating was in a lower level. Yeah. What if the person on the lower level decided to end their relationship for whatever reason, right? It's mutual, but the one on the bottom basically was like, nah, we, we going to go our several ways. Now, they up for a promotion or doing something, and the person who in the position of power, rightfully, not even out of spite, picks someone else. Like, I think this person is going to be better. How do you tell that person it's not retaliation? You feel, you can't. oh, you didn't give me that job because I'm not, not fucking you, you no more. more. Yep. And there's nothing you can do to prove that, which is why you're supposed to disclose all the information with HR. Who does that? Some Mostly people not. do. Some people, a lot of people don't. Yeah. You feel me? But you, you, you open the company up for giant lawsuits. And you know, in this day and era, oh, it's going to be some lawsuits. Absolutely. If somebody can sniff out a little bit of money, they're going to sue. I've seen situations where people in that same thing were relieved of their position. I've seen situations yep. where they were not. It's a crapshoot. And if you want to cover your ass, you got to disclose the HR. Like, that's the only way that you can officially cover your ass. Because this relationship is going in. I only know one person that disclosed, personally, yeah. that disclosed their relationship to HR. Like, they were in a situation where, like, they met somebody. The person reported to them. They told HR. You know, they naturally went through the... They separated them, putting them on another team. They ended up getting married, and, like, they're still married to this day. I almost did that. Almost disclosed it to HR? Yeah. I left instead. Okay. Like, it was like, it was a bunch of straws that broke the hand and back, but that played a role into it. 
especially so when we living in the same spot, right? Uh, I go up for a particular position, get the position, about to move into a different location. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great because we're not even going to be in the same building no more. Right. Not even in the same department. I can like let my guard down and just be free and just be like, I can be in a regular relationship. You feel me? Yeah. Like we was, we was hiding. Like we can't even go to the movies normal because niggas are running into you. Like, oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I move. And when, when this happened, we moved in together. You feel me? Something happened with the business and they was like, oh, all y'all got to go back to your old jobs. Merger I remember. Failed. Yeah, I remember that. Merger failed through. All y'all got to go back to your old jobs. It's like, well, shit. Now do I want to go through? Because now we live together. You know what I'm saying? Like, We in a for real relationship. Like, yeah. Like, uh, one, I don't want to go back to the old apartment. I was, I, I was in this job for two weeks, new team, new office, the whole nine yards. Yo, y'all got to go back. What? I'm, I don't want to do that no more. I have already made up my mind. So to me, you know what? Let me go ahead and look for something else. Right. Because at this point, like I am, I am kind of tapped out. I am kind of done. You know what I'm saying? I didn't feel, I didn't. And plus I, I didn't want to go through all that. So long story short, after that, go to another job. Boom, boom. Like how about I find out my boss knew the whole time? I remember you told me that. Yeah. She She's knew. like, she seen my old boss and she was like, how Jason doing? I'm like, what? How she? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found, so end up I finding out one of the homies, baby mama, told. Because somebody you know too, right? Okay. They child's mother, uh, we was at a, 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 a birthday party for one of her friends. And they had a mutual homie there. And I was like, oh, shit, what up? I didn't know his baby mama worked at the gig at the time. God damn it. And she knew who I was. I had, I had never damn near never even seen her. I didn't know. And she went back to work and started and started telling people, yo, I seen such and such and such and such. Bitches can't wait to run their mouths. I'm like, one, like that's my homie. That's the mother of his children. I'm like, so I ain't never, I never, he don't even know. I've never even addressed it with him because like. It is what it is. Yeah, but like, why is it like? Why are you saying something? It ain't even your business to say nothing. It really not none of your business. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hate shit like that. And like, I never want no rumors to be about me at work. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm at work. I'm at Pretty work. Pretty clean. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but like, but that's how that's how shit was with me. Like now, now my name is involved in a bunch of rumors, bitches. I ain't never fuck with. It kind of opened up the floodgates. Because of my indiscretions, like bitches I wouldn't really have shit to do with was trying to press me at work because, you know, they felt like if this bitch can, so can I. And it it just it just got to be too much. It got to be too much. Now, what I don't like about this situation. I saw Stephen A. Smith get on television this morning and try to say make this a race thing and that if he was white, this wouldn't be coming out. It's two two points I want to talk about. One, we really think white people are better than us. And we really do think we inferior. Because every single time, no matter the situation, the first thing that you do is say how much somebody is better than you. Well, if this was a black cop, I mean, if this was white, if the cop was white or the cop, like every single time, subconsciously, it's in your brain. You think that they better. Even if like 
every single time? We've seen white people get fired for all white people. This is the Me Too movement was major. It was all white men that was going down. <laughs> We've seen white people get fired for this type of shit. So I don't agree with that narrative. One I bit. don't like when black people want special treatment when they get in trouble because they black. No, nigga, you fucked up. But if I was white, but you still fucked up. And then you just be white fucking up. Like, I, I don't I don't see how race plays into this at all. I don't think it's a race thing. I don't think, you know, the consequences would be different if he were white. Like, I, I just don't believe that. Listen, that a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about that placebo effect shit. That shit is down there at 10,000 reels views right now, too. Them shits won't go away. Every day, them they they won't fucking go away. You know what else isn't going away? This this little nigga. Yes, I knew <laughs> that was going. There's many nigga comments. No, if you look at all them reels I've been posted recently, I didn't figure out the format. Okay, all them bitches is in the thousands. By the way, I didn't figure it. I figured it out, and I know what's going to be popping. You feel me? But, fam, when you when when it, when you made up your mind that it's going to be about race, nigga, every single thing that happened can be about it. Yeah. When 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 all you got is a hammer, everything look like a nail. Fuck it. We about to make this tool work. Now, I'm not obtuse enough to think that nothing is racial. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying is your response to every single thing can't be, but if I was white, so you wanna be white that bad, huh? I know it don't I know in your in your brain you think, no, that's not what I mean. Why you think about that shit so much? Because that's what the fuck it means. I bet you white people don't be like, well, if I was black. Like, no one, stop thinking about if you was nothing, nigga, but you black. I don't think they waking up wishing that they was black in situations. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's about to drop a mixtape or something, maybe. Now they saying, like, it wasn't just her. It's like multiple people. He was hitting, like, some of the VP's wife and, like. Being messy. A lot of niggas who jumped out with support. You see Matt Barnes, he was yeah, like... Yeah, Matt Barnes had to walk that shit back today. And he knows more than we know, for sure. He Absolutely. was like, yo, at first I thought it was... Uh, <laughs> one, I respect him for walking something back publicly. You feel me? He was like, yo, I ain't, I ain't really know uh, all this other shit. <laughs> but he was wrong. I mean... And and like you said, this is just the tip of it that's come out. We don't... We, we've yet to hear... From, We've yet to hear more of the story, and I'm sure to a certain extent they have to protect other parties involved. Not everybody is the head coach and wants to. I think Boston is protecting themselves right now. Look at the suspension they gave him. We're going to suspend you for the season through June 30th, and after June 30th we'll decide what we're going to do for you. Because they just said they decide later on. They didn't necessarily set a definite date. Because I need to know if you a year from now is this shit don't even how many people gonna come out? Is this shit even gonna be a thing a year from now? Because if it's not, then we can slide your ass. He might right get back. his job back. We can slide you back in there. But if it's too much, I didn't give myself an option. We're like, well, yeah, we're not gonna bring it back. Because they, st- if if they didn't fuck with you, you'd be gone. Yeah. People have been fired for this shit. Maybe you're not fired because you black. Do you ever think about your black privilege? We got black privilege like a motherfucker. Absolutely. Absolutely. People are sometimes not as fast to pull the trigger because like, whoa, whoa, we don't, don't, we don't know how this is going. You know, how, how's it going to look? You know, so that 
you know, it works on both ends because I, I feel what you're saying. It, it, it definitely works on both ends. I think that, you know, they, they said they work with an independent law firm to do an internal investigation. I think everything hasn't quite come out yet. Then they talking about some of the girls that they got. They got her picture out there. She got I me. Mean, if that's who it is, uh, she come. Uh, but like they talking about is some of them may have been unwanted. Yes. Like yo, maybe I hit her once, but like nigga, this not like a forever thing, my nigga. We. So allegedly, things started coming to a head because he made un- allegedly unwanted advances to someone in the front office who reported it, and then that's what opened up the investigation. So there could easily be a lot more women. Running through that bitch hitting everything. What's up, freak? But guess what, though? I don't know this man. You feel me? Like, he could be the greatest person in the world, and this could be we could be judging him on his worst moments. And it's not fair for somebody to be judged on their worst moments. Or he could be a fucking monster. And everything we like, we don't know this man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's t- none of our business. I don't know how his sexual relationship, his sexual past and history. It's literally, it's quite literally none of my business. The only business this is uh, is the Boston Celtics. And I mean, in between that man and his fiance, also. We got a kid. They've been fiancés for five years. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> they got a relationship, regardless of what it may look like from the outside. And I heard they was allegedly not together during this time frame. They probably took a break. If, if we take a break, it don't count. I'm, no, it literally doesn't. It doesn't count. <laughs> but what I'm saying is all these fucking tweets are knee alone, knee alone. Nigga, I thought... Yo, Beyonce got cheated on, did she? I, I made a tweet, a very profound one, that what does Beyonce, Nia Long, and your mama have in common? They all got cheated on. And if it's good enough for them, bitch, it's good enough for you. Get cheated on like your mama did. I mean, I won't I won't take that approach. I will. <laughs> That's not the approach I'm trying to, to take up, but uh I just think we rushed. Everybody jumped out the window. Just because just because Nia Long looked good don't mean that she's like a great partner. What if she's a horrible person? She yell at the nigga, throw shit. I mean, like in general. No, you? no, like it's it's very easy. Like we don't we don't know Nia Long neither. <laughs> I don't know these people. She could be a terror to fucking deal with. I mean, Nia Long been single for a long time too. Like it could be something with her. Well, I don't know that she's been single for a long time because they've been in a relationship allegedly for the last seven years. Eh, maybe. So, maybe. I mean, I don't they know got, that she's I been think, single. Don't they got a kid? Yeah. Huh. They had a kid, like, years before. I think the kid is, him. like, almost 10. Yeah. Like, so. I mean, I've been hitting it on and off for a couple years. Wasn't she married, too? Yeah. Like, I don't know that she's just been single for a long time. I'm just saying. Then give her some instance Neil Long still. But, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I wouldn't want Neil Long on my. But I didn't. I didn't. I, I definitely didn't know you. Everybody. I give her a spot on the roster. I take Neil Long over and down through there one more time up seven miles. Nigga, you do whatever she wants. Tomorrow you give her a spot on the roster. I probably let Neil Long pee on me. <laughs> not after drinking wine, but I mean she's been drinking water all day. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I let her take it. You know. Uh, she could relieve herself. That, I feel like that could be a clip right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch these. I ain't got the camera today. You lucky? Dog. <laughs> these bitches be instant classics. 
Uh, I just feel like when this type of shit happens, a couple of people ask me like, "What you? What's your thought? What you think?" I'm like, "I'm indifferent." Like I understand. Like nigga, I don't I think nothing. People get cheated on every day, and we just never know about the shit. I don't even give. I don't give a fuck about the cheating because that's not the that's not the headline. The headline all day on ESPN was his suspension and what they doing to him and this and that. From sometimes people just get do make a bad decision and they take their punishment. It don't gotta. Why we do it like? Because everybody expects a certain cycle of behavior. That's why. That's what it is. People expect a certain cycle of behavior. I'm looking the job suspend him. He should come out and make a public apology. Yeah, he was with like, Nia. Yeah. He said, I apologize. He I released a statement. Up. He said, you're not a respect for everybody else. Ain't going to be no more statements. And that's it. It's none, of, it's none of your business, my nigga. I heard somebody on the news, I mean, on ESPN talking about they didn't really, we just don't have enough information. What should really be said is this. No, the fuck it shouldn't. Why do you feel that you privy to such a... Because ESPN, they're the news source. They should know everything. They should be able to be the first to drop the leak. You know, the my if I'm looking at it just from my point of view, the only thing that initially I thought, like, damn, maybe Boston could suspend a nigga 20, 25 games, yeah. do an internal investigation, and then... Like, either we're going to bring them back or we're just going to let them suspend them for the season. I think that would have been better than just suspend them a full year. But, like, the Boston Celtics aren't my organization for me to decide, like, what the level. And, again, they they know much more than what we know. So it's not for me to say, you know, 25 games would be enough. Some people say uh, his suspension is too long because it's the same amount as the, the Phoenix Suns owner. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't looked into a lot about what the Phoenix owner, all the statements and everything. But from my understanding, because I was I was listening to a podcast about it. I seen a couple of shit on there. I haven't went and fact checked and looked at all the shit. Okay. It sounds like he getting in trouble for quoting in emails and written communication what another person said. Yes, but he actually repeated this, and he repeated the N word to employees and players also about what somebody else what said. somebody else said. But you can't go, nigga. Like that's like a white person rapping, you know, nigga, the nigga that you love to hate. It's like not the same. They aren't they quoting something? It's not the same in context. So if something goes down at work between two employees and you fill out a report about what happened, what does your report need to be? Accurate. Accurate. Like, this not like a text message to my homeboy from my understanding. Right? Because I could be wrong. But like, there is a stark difference between me relaying something via text or via email about what was said. And if it's in quotation marks and that. And the gentleman came in with a gun and said, I will shoot every nigga in here. If that's the quote, that's the quote. Now, it's a difference between somebody. You could be like, look, this motherfucker trying to get away with just quoting everybody. We're not talking about that. If you know, given an example, if you know somebody was just writing down what happened, fam, why am I losing my job for this shit? Because your feelings hurt. If you know I wasn't trying to be offensive to you, matter of fact, you were never supposed now, to see this shit. Now, this is internal communication. Now, allegedly, he had been told on more than one occasion, like, 
his usage of the word was unprofessional. Allegedly. Listen, I get it. I don't want white folks saying this shit either. I get. I shouldn't be. I'm trying to stop saying it. By the way, but nigga, what, please. But what I'm saying is, there's a stark difference. We know nuance every. Every time it comes to something with black people, we can tell the nuance. But anything with white people, it's all that way. Or anything with pe- not even white people, because not fuck them, but like. <laughs> go, but ahead. Like, <laughs> go ahead. Anything with anything else, we don't know no nuance. Now, again, I'm not giving nobody no pass to, for you to say the word. But if it's an internal communication and I'm quoting what somebody said, not like in a joke. Not If it's, if it's like, and the, and the joke is. And then the nigger walks in. <laughs> that's not the quote. Yeah, that ain't. That's not the type of quote that's gonna get a pass. But if it's about like something that happened at work during the t- like, fam, I heard one of the quotes was talking about what a player said. Oh, this is what he said. Uh, a, he, this was one of the communications. He said when his, when player got on the front, got on the bus. He said white folks in the front, niggas in the back. Now, one, you can't talk like that at work. So if I write your dumb ass up, for, well, if I write you up or send something to HR, I'm going to quote what you said. Yes. It's okay to do that. I'm not trying to say, I'm give, I'm not trying to get nobody carte blanche uh, 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 pass to say the N-word, but if you, if a player gets on a team bus and say all the white people in the front and put the niggas in the back, he wasn't saying, like, that's the seating. He was telling, hey, all the niggas go to back, white people in the front. One, everybody is, quote, unquote, offended when you say nigga. So if I send that in the email to say what he said, that's what he said. Yeah. Why am I losing my team? Now, I heard today that it wasn't only the N-word usage. It was some sexual shit in there, too. Yeah, I was going to get to that part. He, he definitely made some. Now, if it was some sexual shit in there, well, him and he, him and old boy from Boston got the same punishment for the same thing. Because that nigga shit, if he not using it like in a derogatory manner, like so for an example, even with Joe Rogan, when he said nigga all them times, every single time he was explaining or repeating some shit, but you were saying it right, right. out loud. This nigga ain't even say it. He typed it. And not like trying to, allegedly, because again, I don't got all the information. Right. But allegedly, not even trying to be on some on some funny shit. Like, literally, legitimately, like, yo, this what happened. <laughs> Internally, I don't know, man. That's tough. Because I know what I text. I know what I send. Are you going to Are t- you sending it on a company work phone? I own the company. What so if 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 I, I one of them phones one of them three phones is a company phone, I'm the company. So you shouldn't be sending like damn Keisha ass look juicy today on the company phone. But that wasn't text. I'm just I'm just. But saying, if I yes. said somebody came here on the pie and said I'm all white power fuck all niggers, I'm gonna quote that because you need to know what he said. He didn't say n word. He said nigger. So how do I put how do I type the fact that someone actually said nigga and not instead of n-word do i have to write another sentence and say actually he didn't actually say n-word he used the actual n like come on my nigga we <laughs> my nigga 
all that, and I say, come on, <laughs> there you go, there you go. Hey, players mess up too, but it's not the same. Now, granted, I'm gonna the say teeth this. look incredibly white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this again. I don't have all the information. Right. I don't know all the ins and outs. That's just how it was presented to me. I'll get to it. It just wasn't on the top of my priority list to find out another white man saying nigga. Like, this just wasn't on the top of my priority list. But when it came up, it was comparing the suspensions. I just don't know if I should lose my my, my team for sh- shooting. I don't know. I just think the the, uh, so- the, the fake outrage would have been would have pushed the NBA into a compromising position. Like, we know what people say on their personal lives and act like we so offended that somebody said nigga when we probably say worse. You know, like, why do we be doing that? I say a lot of wild shit on this microphone. Yeah. But when these mics go off, I say a lot of wilder shit. And if people heard some of them conversations, they probably might be a little bit more offended than what they normally are. I, I just think as... We got to be humans. Nah, that don't mean you can say nigga to me. It don't at all. Right. I agree. Like, don't get it confused. <laughs> that That's not what it means. But like, how do we, how we don't never understand nuance? Because we don't want to. And guess what? If that's one of those things like, nah, nigga, ain't no nuance. Don't ever say it. Period. 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 All right. At least, all right. Let's come together on one thing. But we going to stupid. Like... <laughs> It's always a thing. Like, oh, and that's the nuance. The nuance is y'all can't say it, but like, shit, we'll pepper this motherfucker with nigga whenever the fuck we feel like it. And we say Arab instead of Arab. Even when I correct Arab. Arab. Like, but, you know, black people, I, I feel like when you, when you are a minority, you can't be. I ain't a minority. You can't be racist. You can definitely be a bigot. We the majority. It's more black people on this planet than it is white people. And we only we that minority uh shit is only counting white people? I don't I don't know. I don't understand how it's counted. Because Chinese it's more Chinese people than all of us. You feel me? It's more people in India than it is black. I don't know. But like why we act like that's how fucking white. That's how whitewashed we are, and how much inferior we only care about if it's if it's more us than black white people. We minorities because there's more white people in America than us. Nigga, we the global superpower. Nigga, the white people are the minority in the world, but we're not super minority. But like some some other nationalities don't feel like they're black necessarily. They. We just we just dark skinned, but we not we not black like y'all. What does that mean? That like I know like Dominican people are very dark skinned in tone and complexion, but they don't consider themselves black. They like we What's you know, black though? I'm Dominican. Well, what it's your skin black? tone. It's I don't know. I don't know if this black is your skin tone because we got people who you light skinned. You got the same skin cl- skin tone as some Puerto Ricans or some some Mexicans or like. But I'm a hundred percent Zulu. It ain't a drop of white blood in my body. Uh, it's not a. But what I'm saying, I is, did my DNA and I'm a hundred percent African warrior. Okay, sure. But what I'm saying is, it can't just be skin tone. Because you don't got the darkest skin tone. 
People in India darker than me. They come into my store all the time. It can't just be skin tone. But they don't consider them. They're not black. They not. So how do we clump them into like what minority group do we clump them into? They not my minority. What ethnic group do we clump ah, them into? Now you talking. We talking about ethnicities. So what do we clump them into? Do we say they black? No, I say they from Ethiopia or I say they from India. Everybody attach themselves to a flag in their country where they're from. Well, that's nationality. And Ethiopia that's is from a continent in Africa. Okay. So you, does that make you black by default? Like, is that there a default? Ethiopian. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that make us Americans. Or it make us, it make us Africans. Because if a nigga, <laughs> check this out. A Chinese person, when I say that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. A person who is, ethnicity is from China, but... Three, four, five generations, they've been here in America. Right. Only speak English. But you look at him like, oh, he Chinese. Because you know what he is. You know his ethnicity. Now, they American like a motherfucker. Generations been here, the whole nine yard. But they, they, they <laughs> Chinese. We African. I mean, you could say that about Chaldean, Chaldean Arab. Just a, a, a Christian Arab. That's but but like when you say the name Armenian, you you have an idea in your head who and what they are. Yeah. So I I get what you're saying. You know I what I'm saying? What you see you see a China a Chinaman, <laughs> a Chinese man, and his name is Jamal Crawford. You are gonna look at that shit strange, ain't you? Ain't no my, my homeboy is Chinese. His, his name is Eric. Eric what? It's, well, it's you not, ain't gotta say his own name, but it's it's not Chinese. <laughs> but you'll look at him like, yo, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? The first time, look, I remember listening to this dude get into an argument with his mother about not wanting her to make his ethnic his ethnic food. He didn't want steamed rice and you know soup dumplings. He was like, look, when I come home, because he don't live in Michigan, he was like, when I come home, I'll be wanting fried chicken, mac and cheese. Like, this is what I want to eat. I don't want. But I ain't never cooked that shit. I'm your mama. Why you think I'm going to be cooking that shit now? Well, she, she, she has. I mean, she, it's a unique situation. I don't want to get into too much of his business. But yeah. Interesting. He didn't want the food that he's grown up eating. I know niggas that, who don't, quote, unquote, like slave food. They refer to Thanksgiving as slave food. But like nigga mac and cheese and turkey and ham and stuff, that shit tastes good to me. And I would eat that shit any day of the week. It don't got to be Thanksgiving. I will be thankful for it tomorrow. <laughs> That's a fact. Well, some people, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it gets so cliche and stereotypical. And now you think, now you associate that with. with Niggas get all uppity and sedity about sh- good food. Yeah. Or low key, shit is poison and killing us. It's poison. But that shit good as fuck. So is liquor. I'll give me the mac and cheese. If I'm if you're drinking a fifth, let give me, me some let mac me, and cheese. Let me tell you something. Give me a plate with some mac and cheese, collard greens, some turkey, a little bit of ham, some Hawaiian sweet rolls, and a shot of Hennessy. I down that shit right the fuck right now. You can keep that swine, but other than that, we on there. I down that shit right now. And swap that Hennessy out for either some tequila or some Remy. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we on the same page there. Uh, listen. I've been writing this book. For real? Writing a book? Yeah. It's called Shit I Was Right About. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but it'll do the, the setup. And uh, 
yo, this week the no fat cop shit came to life, right? We seen I that. sent you two videos of fat ass cops. Them fat ass cop, the nigga was running barefoot with a baby in his hand, and he could not catch him. He ran laps around his fat. Do you know ass how cop. hard it is to run barefoot on the streets? On that dirty ass Detroit street, you fuck around, step on syringes <laughs> and all type of weird shit. It's <laughs> broken. Even glass. in the smoothest part, like. <laughs> That shit probably coming up. So just running on the streets is terrible on your ankles, knees, shins. The cop so out of shape and not able to run. That dude ran circles around him and jumped in his vehicle with a baby and got out the vehicle. Where did this nigga get this baby from? I have no idea. I was really at at some point he left the baby. He he, He left. He put the baby in the police car and then he ran back off. Oh, I thought he gave the baby to the nigga on the no, corner. No, when he tried to get into the police car, he he set the baby down. Mm. He wrestled with the officer. The officer still couldn't get him down, and then he ran off. Yeah, no fat cops. This the nigga that you gonna call to save my life? No, a better. If that's the case, just give me the gun. I'm a, a better one was the old man fighting the female police officer. I sent that shit to Holland. She tried to give me some some cop shit. You feel me? I'm like, look. This little ass girl. Well, well, you know. Shout out to Holly. I love okay, you, I That's love my dog. That's my dog. But like, yo, sometimes this happens to men, too. But who you think it happened more to, men or women? Let's the, be real. The first time this... So, clearly, I don't know cop protocol. But the first time this nigga didn't respond to them instructions and started getting belligerent, taser, taser. Like, that nigga would have tasted some vaults. So, side note. I watched this video a few times. And now... I don't know why he's getting pulled over or why he's getting a citation, but she say, sit on the ground. Niggas I'm like, not sitting fuck, on the fucking I ain't sitting ground. on the ground. And just because you're giving me a citation, why you think you got the ability to make me sit on the ground? And then she's like, put your hands on the car. My man was like. No, no, no. She said, sit on the ground. She, he was like, I'm not. Uh, very aggressively. I ain't sitting on the ground. I'm not doing it. Then she pushed him. She touched him first. Right. Then walked up to him and said, back up. And pushed him again. And then they start tussling. That's that whole cop tactic. Like, oh, you you touch me. Look, you he don't got to sit on the ground. Show me in any law book, any rule that you got the ability to make somebody They're just somebody trying to control the, the situation. That's all. Nigga, I'm getting the ticket. I'll take the ticket. You ain't got to make me sit on the ground. If you feel I'm unsafe, put me in cuffs and put me in the back of the Have me sitting in the Might even put me in cuffs. Have me sit in the back of the car if you feel it's unsafe. But I don't got to sit on the fucking ground. Like, I told I you it. to. And that's what she basically, like, yo, I told you to do it, so you got to do it. That's not how this shit work. Like, it's literally not how it works. I get that's what, to, what normally could possibly happen. Same situation. I don't know if you've seen that issue with the, the um, it was downtown. It was a police officer talking to a nigga on a motorcycle. Yeah, I saw that. And he kept getting tough. He's like, don't turn, don't turn the key over. Like, look, my nigga. I get it. You the police. You can give out tickets. You want to give me a ticket, give me a ticket. But you ain't but you don't I don't gotta do what you say just cause you said it. He was like, why? Cause I said so. No, my nigga, that's not it. Yeah, it don't work like that. Am I like it? <laughs> I get it. Cops think something different. But in real life. Cops really think that whatever I say, that's the law. It's that, not. Be- that became law. Like it's not though. And you gotta understand it's not, because what is she, what is you protecting? Like, you're supposed to be upholding the law, protecting the constitutional rights. You can't just force me around and do whatever you want to. And guess what? 
that old ass man manhandled that woman, and if four or five people didn't come up from the from the from the side to help her, to help her, he'd have beat her ass. That old ass man was whooping you. What you gonna do with a young man? Don't call that woman to to save a situation for me. Get whooped. That's what's going on. Like, don't call her to be the savior. Give me a woman that can fight. (laughs) You feel me? Like, that old-ass man was manhandling you. You couldn't even tase him. What if he would have took your gun or took the taser from you? She couldn't do shit with that nigga. And he's an old man. She couldn't do a motherfucking thing with that old nigga. I'm just saying, shit I was right about happened two times this week. Don't give me no fat ass cops and don't give me no weak ass women. Not weak ass women that's like a whole, but literally a weak. Don't send me no weak cop, period. Okay? Don't send me no little skinny kid who can't who get manhandled by old man either. But like, come on, dog. I'm just saying. I said this shit and a week later, right here locally, two examples of it. The 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 female cop was local too? Yeah. That shit was on Crime of the D. Oh, man. I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that part. Either Crime of the D or Metro Detroit crime or whatever. You Damn, know. son. Both of them bitches was local. So, uh, that cop wasn't even trying to run no more. He was done. He was, he like, was cooked. He was, he was fucking cooked. He was gassed. Now, what if dude decided to just to, to steal off what, on you? What if he still had the baby and just decided, you know what? I'm going to throw it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Because clearly the nigga's meant, like all jokes aside, clearly this nigga's a little meant, is mentally unstable. For sure. And I don't know where he got this baby from, who, what the relation of the baby is to him. But if the nigga just decided, I'm going to throw the baby, the baby just getting thrown. So next time that cop pull up and it's, a, it's somebody out there yelling and screaming with a baby, what do you think he going to think? Like it's not it's not a it's not a wonder why cops or people don't want to come to your neighborhood just to save you. Like why? Because niggas is way too dangerous. It, like what are you doing <laughs> with the baby? An infant, not like a baby as in a one year old. No, this was a baby baby, not a baby nigga, <laughs> but like <laughs> a, a baby baby. Yo man, he need to be attached to somebody's. <laughs> Breasticle, not out in the streets with a with a crazy nigga. Fuck, this shit is wild out here, man. Detroit is a crazy fucking place. It is, dog. It is a it's a wild place. Um, yeah, yeah, what else? We anything else on the, on the docket, man? Nah, I feel like it was something else. Oh yeah, um, uh, today is day one of my lock journey. You feel me? So um, I'm right there with you. About to do locks, you know. I'm gonna take a picture every day and show you guys my lock journey, and um, hopefully uh, by this time next week, I look like Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Who st- no? Cheyenne started her lock journey. Yeah. Shout out to Cheyenne. Fuck her. Shout yeah. out to Cheyenne. Oh, and a uh, happy birthday to uh, Judy. She she oh, celebrated yeah. her birthday this week. Hell yeah, hell yeah. On the hell internet, yeah. looking amazing. Absolutely. Shout out to everybody who had a birthday this week. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, man. You got a music pick of the week. Oh shit, we had a, a voice note for Macho. Yeah. Let me play that first. Peace, family. Peace, family. It's your homie Macho out here on the West Coast, enjoying this wonderful weather, man. Sending y'all positive energy and good vibes, man. I really was trying to stay away from this whole I made with Doka Nia Long shit. I don't know if y'all planned on touching on it, but 
Here's my thing. My one piece. Why is everybody caping up for Nia Long like we know who she is? I'm not saying she deserved what she's going through or anything like that, but y'all talking about she deserved like y'all don't know what that woman deserved because y'all don't know that woman. She could be a horrible person. Facts. I don't think she is. But she could be. Y'all stay out them people's business, man. It's a tough time for them. They don't need y'all think pieces and shit, man. I ain't one of them comedians that feel like I need to hop on every trend and have an opinion about everything, which this is kind of that. But, you know, it's just more or less a rebuttal to the masses out there. So that's it. I don't even know if y'all going to touch on it. If not, delete this shit. Peace and love. It's Saginaw's very own macho. I'm out. Peace. Uh yeah man that was perfect was right on time we just got Venice talking about that shit too man and uh, my sentiments exactly you and shout out me? to the homie Macho because we he got the uh, his comedy show coming up yeah day after day after Thanksgiving hell yeah uh that's 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 coming up soon yeah it is coming up soon shit it's it's by it's by, it's basically October October at the end of the week next week right yeah. Well, today is what the twenty second, twenty third of the month. Yeah, twenty third. Uh, it's going on two years since I've been in this crib. How you feel? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> what renovations you gonna make to the crib? Man, I ain't did a goddamn thing yet, dog. That's just crazy. But uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna start painting though. Okay. I think I'm gonna start there. Because, I mean, everything was already, like, moving, ready, and, you know. Your house was pretty much newly renovated. Yeah. So, I'm down, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to actually get um, June to paint me some shit, hang up around the crib, put some photography I've uh, shot around the crib. I want to have a, a cool little little looking spot, feel me, with some black art on the walls. Okay. And June is an incredible artist. Man. man. June June did the logo. I got some merch coming soon. Just some personal merch. He did the This Week in Culture logo. Yeah, he did. I got some I got some hoodies for Oh, it's about the Dame After Dark logo. No, no. Oh. I did the Dame After Dark logo. Oh, okay. Because I am also. Because I did the Shout Talk logo. I'm also I, an artist. Because I am. Graphic designer. But I, 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 I got some uh, Dame is your homeboy t-shirts and hoodies coming soon and my homeboy June did an illustration of me Mason the kids I wish oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put that on the deck did, did I show you that video of, that, uh, of this girl you should do uh, you Mason the kids and put M-A dollar sign E <laughs> if you ever out <laughs> trying to find me <laughs> and you can have them spraying them. I spray painted them kids faces with Mace that's, that's not, pause. that just sounds Violent, yeah, it was. It was. I sent you my music pick of the week. Uh, so Black Thought and Danger Mouse came together and dropped a project. And my music pick of the week is a song off of that project called Saltwater with one of my favorite MCs, Conway the Machine.
in school. You cut class so you can't count what's in the clip. You just blast. I feel your mind spinning in place and just buffering. And all you try to see is some place with less suffering. But make a lot of big blue faces just hustling. What could I say that you would embrace? I guess nothing. This isn't an attempt to reach you and your hitters. The last thing you do is bullshit a bullshitter. The streets is a bitch. You up in the club with her. You should cease and desist. But you're too in love with her. Yeah. Yeah, Black Thought are classic, man. This like, like a master class of rapping. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Some people just, just, just rap, and Black Thought can fucking go. Rap, he rap better than you. Um, Who's who, man? Is this? this man? Laser ship. Yeah, I'm gonna go that way. <laughs> Cause I had I had one, uh, but y'all not. So we gonna get a story time with Jay next week. Yeah, we won't. We gonna have to. We gonna get a. Is it gonna be a continuation story time with Jay? It's gonna be my lock up journey. <laughs> Might okay. get locked up. Okay, I'm going tomorrow for sure. There's, there's no question about it. And Are you, can you I'm, tape it? I'm like, what's going on out there? Yeah, uh, I got to guess with me. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm on daddy duty tonight. I got to guess with me. I grab the blick. Like, what's going on? Side note, I think a nigga tried to follow me last night. What? I was leaving out here late last night. I, you know, it's an Audi out there parked in the parking spot. And um, I get in my car. I pull off. As soon as I pull off, he, he back off and pull off. I'm like, Nah. So I, I, you know, we had a potential story time with Dane last week. So that's what I, you know, what I'm saying, you know, and I, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out here because I don't get no fuck. It's my life. I live, I've lived this shit. So, so Saturday night, I started getting some calls and some texts from a number that I didn't know, and a nigga was texting me like, "I'm gonna see you when I see you. I know you fucking my wife." And like, I finally put two and two together and figured out who the nigga that was texting me. And I just want to say. I'm just gonna take the high road. I didn't fuck your wife. It's she's safe. She's safe, and that's all I say to it. She's safe. You can you can go get her. You can go get her back because I'm not interested in her in that way. She's safe, but I'm unsafe. Leave me the fuck alone. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. Nigga, nigga was definitely talking tough, but I. <laughs> But I know you only talk tough to women, and she got a PPO out on you. And if you keep talking tough, Oakland County prosecutor gonna come pick your ass up. Calm the fuck down, homie. I don't want your wife. Now I thought it was some other niggas' wife, some other nigga that was texting me. And I will just say this: if it was that nigga, then I could see where it might be an issue. Because granted, while I haven't had your wife in a few years, that box was amazing. I can see why you'd be wanting to fight about it because. Nigga, it was an incredible experience. It was like being butt naked Dame, in a jacuzzi. Yo, Dame it's an incredible is, experience. Whose man's is this Dame, okay? <laughs> Your wife spent three days in a row at my house, and I didn't want to send her back. Okay? And if you ever start texting, just tell your wife that I think about her every now and again. That's all. Story time with Dame. And let's clean up with, with a little bit of gospel music. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> 
It is your man Dave. Three underscores, three one three on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Uh, I'm be posting a lot more content lately. Uh, TikTok coming is up. run by China. <laughs> yeah, I'm be posting a lot more content. Y'all didn't watch Ding that. Gong. Y'all didn't watch that video I posted on this, in uh, what I did. Called? I did. And they said they might have some agents working. It's like 300. It's, <laughs> it's not an agent. It's a lot of wild shit. But I'm still on TikTok. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, look, man, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast. Bitch, book some time and get cheated on like your mama did. Episode 235, man. I fuck with y'all. 335, Jason. Listen, my nigga. We got a lot of these things, okay? And uh, I'm glad y'all fucking with the guys. You feel me? Uh, we do this shit. Because we love you and we love y'all too. So when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jan Dad. Hell yeah. 335. Bitch. Skyler.